Hello and welcome to Denver Homes Market Report. This is your local realtor and host of Denver's monthly real estate podcast. This is your host, Ricky Schoonover of Mode Real Estate. I thank you for tuning in this week. You know, it feels a bit strange here. We are uh, September 7th, and this is the first Thursday of the month. So I technically had an extra week to prepare, but uh, did I? No, of course not. However, I do have some pretty good ideas to share with you today. I want to talk a little bit about the dynamic housing market we have right now. You know, if you follow this show, and you do follow this show, right? If not, if you've not done so, please, whatever platform you catch your podcast on, send us a like, hit that follow button, really appreciate it. If you're not really a podcast person, then I really encourage you to check out Denver Open Media. They have an amazing local radio program where they feature all local artists. They also give everyone an opportunity to play on their station. Then I love how it's interactive with you as the audience. You know, you can go online and cast your votes for your, your favorite music or your favorite content. And then that content gets played more airtime. Now, Denver Open Media, it has a section set aside just for podcasts, and they call it Podcast Sundays. So if you listen in on Sundays, there's a very good chance you'll hear the Denver Homes Market Report. And full disclosure, I am a proud sponsor of Denver Open Media for all the reasons I just mentioned above and even more. They are just about as local as you can get, and they pledge full support of the local creatives right here in and around the Mile High City. So, you know, there's a cheap, shameless plug for Denver Open Media. You're welcome there, Calvin. I love you guys, and I'm looking forward to seeing you in our new slash old studio this next Thursday, September 14th. We have a live interview at 3 p.m. That's going to be with the incredible Jackson Riggs of the Mortgage Network. Jackson will be joining me live on air with Calvin there at Denver Open Media to provide her insights from the mortgage world and how to take advantage of this current market. So speaking of this current market, huh, whoa, what a segue, segue there, a little, little on-ramp in my main topic of today, and I wasn't even trying. So as I mentioned earlier, you know, here in Denver, and I would suspect, you know, many metro areas around the country right now, the real estate market is in this very dynamic state. The only thing constant, you know, is change. <laughs> so what does this mean to you, you know, if you're a buyer, you know, if you're looking at the interest rates and thinking, hmm, okay. So the interest rates are somewhere between 7.5% to 7.75%. You kind of figure out the math. You know, maybe you go online and you play with a mortgage calculator, and you're finding that with the current prices and your budget, you can probably afford something around, you know, maybe 400000 or maybe a little more, maybe 425000 So then you start looking online, you know, as most buyers do these days, right? I mean, you start looking at homes on the Internet. So you're looking around uh, in and around Denver and you quickly realize, well, you're not gonna find too many houses for you know 400,000 and below. So then you start looking at condos and maybe some townhouses and you find the perfect condo. I mean, it takes you a few weeks, but I mean, it has everything you're looking for. This is a great location for you. It has a nice view. You know, this unit has uh, central AC, covered parking, the right layout, even the little backyard patio area. Then you get all excited and you finally call your realtor. Or worse yet, you don't have a realtor. So then you scroll down and you know you sell your personal data to the highest bidder, you know, there on one of those quote unquote free consumer websites. And you get linked up with a real estate professional, or maybe it's a realtor, you know, who knows? I'm not sure. But you gave them your info, so now this person's calling you. That's a whole other show. We'll speak to that 
the difference between a real estate professional or a realtor. But for now, let's just you know stay with me here on this scenario. So you get linked up to a real estate professional and their name is Shay. So you ask Shay, you're like, hey, if you could you know, go maybe look at this home with them. Shay doesn't know you, doesn't know your situation. And let's say they don't bother asking the right questions before saying yes to meeting you for an appointment. You know, they feel your excitement to go see this condo. So they make an appointment and later that day you arrive and meet Shay, who then shows you the condo. And just like the pictures, just like the ad, the condo's perfect. I mean, you've been looking online for weeks, if not months, and this is the one. So then you ask Shay, whom you just met, you know, can you help me write an offer? Of course, this person says yes. So you part ways, Shay heads back to their office. You head home to await their call and to go over the offer. And then uh, Shay jumps in their car and they're driving back and it hits them. All that excitement. They forgot to ask a whole bunch of questions. And the main one was, you know, if you as a buyer, if you were working with a lender, you know, and are you pre-approved? So, you know, if so, how much are you pre-approved for? So as soon as Shay arrives at their office, they call the potential buyer back and ask, are you pre-approved? And well, no, I haven't called a lender yet, but I did look at a mortgage calculator in, in, online and I'm pretty sure I'll be fine. So then Shay has to break the news to you. No seller in their right mind is going to consider your offer without a solid lender letter. However, Shay is new and you know, they are just as excited to write this offer as you are about this condo. And Shay makes this classic mistake. It says to you, while I start writing this offer, why don't you go call a lender and get pre-approved? So Shay then starts you know, writing this offer for you whom you know, just met you. While you start fumbling through Google, you know, trying to find a lender, uh, you call the lender, you're all excited and they start the process of the pre-qualification. So you tell them, you know, this is a condo and they agree to pull your credit and start the conversation. And this is kind of where things fall apart. Yes, the published interest rates were around 7.5%. However, that's not the rate you might possibly get. There are all sorts of formulas that come into play. There are these things called basis points. And now you are learning that condos here in the area have a pretty hefty basis points and your interest rate is going to be closer to like 7.9. And then there's more bad news. Your debt to income ratio is too high and you don't qualify for this condo at this price. Another issue, you forget to take into account there's a monthly HOA fee of $410. Bottom line, you're not in the $400 to $425,000 bracket. The lender lets, lets you know that you, you know, you'll need to look at condos somewhere in the $300 to maybe $350,000 range. If anyone has been looking at real estate closely in and around Denver, then you know the difference in condos which sell in the $300 to 350 range as they may compare to condos that are command that are commanding prices in and around the $400,000 range and above. They're just not the same. I mean, nothing wrong with starting out in a lower priced condo. I mean, heck, you know, my first condo was a one bedroom, one bath, just barely 500 square feet, an old complex. However, that condo was one of the best investments of my life. I mean, life changing in so many ways. I was 30 years old, I had just gotten out of the Navy. This condo served me very well. In fact, I owned it for around 12 years. I had it rented out for many of those years and the rent was higher than my monthly total cost on it. So I made money. I bought it in 2000 and I held on to it through the ups and the downs of the real estate market, even survived the biggest housing crash since the Great Depression and finally selling it for almost double what I paid for over a decade prior. So do not let anyone ever tell you, oh, don't buy that starter condo. You'll never make money on it. My advice, 
get your foot in the door however you can and build from there. Use other people's money to help you build your real estate wealth. Well, so the, you know they, they often use what's called a first-time homebuyer program. It's not really a first-time homebuyer program. I mean, that's more of a marketing ploy, but the FHA loan program is great for first-time homebuyers who maybe don't have a whole lot of cash to put down or perhaps not perfect credit. FHA is not just limited to first-time homebuyers. So what's the moral of the story here? You know, there are so many lessons to be learned. Oh wait, did anyone call Shay, that real estate professional? They're in their office somewhere writing up an offer on that condo that we're not able to buy at this time. You know, anyway, so here's the deal. Please call your realtor first before you ever think about looking at homes. I have, I have over 20 years experience and I wish I could say this above scenario is rare. You spent weeks, if not months, looking online. You fell in love with a condo and only then took what should have been the very first steps. You know, I have lender partners. I can connect you with right away. I have a house cleaner, a painter, a plumber, an electrician, an HVAC professional. I mean, I have so many contacts to help you with your purchase or sale. You know, whether we're getting your house ready to sell or you're getting ready to purchase it and you're trying to figure out exactly how much money it's going to cost to get it, you know, updated the way you like it. So. You can know going in, you know, on your, the starter condo may not be perfect. I mean, heck, no house is perfect. Million dollar homes still often need updates or repairs. There are, you know, questions I will ask you right off the bat. You know, are you currently working with a realtor? And my very next question, do you have a lender you're working with and are you pre-approved? Those two questions right there would have stopped this whole fiasco. So call me. Let's go over your scenario and get you connected to the right professionals right from the start. Even if you're six months to a year out, let's get you started on that roadmap. Okay, now I know I'm going long today, but I have one more really important topic, and this is a real world scenario that I'm working on right now. You know, we spoke about interest rates, you know, hitting that 7.5, maybe even 8% right now. And that's a tough pill to swallow, no doubt. However, that's only one pillar of a very complex algorithm. You know, we, we call the real estate market here. So if you're looking in the rear view mirror and thinking, darn, I missed those three, four or 5% interest rates and now I can never buy a home. Guess what? You're ignoring so much more of the opportunity right now. You know, why didn't you buy back then? Well, for one, people were in bidding wars. They were paying 100,000 or even more over the list prices. You know, people were giving sellers 30 or 60 days rent back after they'd already bought the home, but renting it back to the sellers so they could go find their other home. And they were doing that for free. There were 20, 30 offers in on the homes over the first weekend. And those were only the ones that didn't go into contract before the weekend ended. So yes, interest rates are higher, but guess what? Sellers need you buyers now more than they ever have. I mean, at least in the past decade or so. Think about that. Think about the buying power. You know, I have a listing right now. It's located at 1573 South Cremeria Street, and it's a very desirable home. I mean, it's built in the late 70s. It's a classic split-level ranch-style home, has a new furnace, new air conditioner, great little backyard, four bedrooms, two bathrooms, updated kitchen, newer stainless steel appliances. The sewer line's been cleaned. I mean, it has a radon mitigation system installed. It's in a quiet neighborhood right there in Virginia Village. I mean, we started out at 710,000 just a few weeks ago, and we lowered it down to 700,000, I think, last week. We've been in market now for 27 days. 
the average days in market now is 33 days. And this is a great opportunity. I mean, imagine this home being made available to you back when the market was crazy. No, I mean, this home, it would have been like buying a lottery ticket. Your over asking offer would have been thrown in the stack of all the other over asking offers. And the seller and I would have had to sit down and they would have had to choose one, you know, after the first weekend that we hit the market. So, you know, when you think of real estate and buying or selling a home, you have to take into account all facets of the equation. I mean, you know, availability is key. You know, is there a home on the market that's on the market long enough that I can make, you know, an informed decision? Once I find the home, if I do find major flaws, will the seller be willing to work with me during the inspection and due diligence process? You know, are the prices going to end up in a bidding war and go $100,000 or even more over asking price? Would the seller be willing to work with me on the offer? Perhaps you know, offer me a credit that I can then use towards the interest rate and buy that rate down, you know, mitigating some of those uh, basis points. You know, I had a deal very recently. In fact, we're, we're in the contract right now and the seller is working with my buyer on the rates. I mean, she paid just $2,000 above the list price and the seller is crediting her $4,000, which is dedicated funds to directly offset those higher interest rates. So she's getting around a 7.5% interest rate on a condo that with the basis points, the current rates would have been pushing her to somewhere around 8%, 7.9. So now her monthly payment falls in line with her debt to income ratios. So there are ways to look in the rear view and perhaps see you know, the only three or four or 5% the interest rates and you think, well, I'll just wait till rates come down. When actually right now might be your golden opportunity to get the home of your dreams. And guess what? Rates likely will not stay elevated forever. The feds are pushing rates to slow things down and get us back to a more normal inflation growth rate. And as we get there, rates will likely come down. And guess what? The market of real estate and its very complex algorithm will continue its constant change. And as rates come down, the market heats up and these types of opportunities start to become harder to find. I mean, just remember back a few years ago, I want to buy a house, but by the time I see it, there's 20 offers all over asking and the buyers are all waiving all sorts of inspections and, and protections. So those days are gone for now. There is more balance in the market now, than, you know, more balance than we've seen in over a decade. There are good reasons for some sellers to sell. There are good reasons for some buyers to buy. And we're going to close out today's podcast on that note. I hope you all have a wonderful September. The weather will start changing soon. If you're thinking about buying or selling your home, please give me a call, 720-688-5110. Let's chat about your situation and see if I can bring some value to the table. This is Ricky Schoonover of Mode Real Estate, and you have been listening to Denver's monthly real estate podcast, The Denver Homes Market Report.